Coach's Corner with Kelly and Landry, bringing you views and ideas from the coach's perspective. And welcome back to the Coach's Corner podcast, everyone. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm your host, Coach Kelly, alongside with my co-host, Coach Landry. Landry, um, we're in the middle of basketball season, both high school and college. Uh, I know uh, high school is a little bit tough right now. We've gotten uh, we, we've gotten through our high school. We've gotten through uh, four games total, two games in conference. But now we've hit some staggering uh, stuff with COVID. I know a lot of other high schools have have uh, had to reschedule some games. Colleges are still canceling some games. Are still what, what, what? Before we get to our topic, what do you what do you, what are your thoughts on? how this can be moved forward, even with this vaccine coming out. We're not, we're not pros on that, obviously, but, you know, Coach K obviously came out and, and had those statements to say, and I know you feel a little strongly about that. Just a quick intro before we get into what our topic is today. I think that's important because that's, that's one of those things where uh, you, Coach K especially, I, I didn't expect him to say that after he, he came out originally and said, the, we cannot miss the NCAA Again, the NCAA tournament cannot be missed again. And then he came out and said something that you were not too pleased about, I know, specifically. So go ahead. Uh, you got the floor. Do I, do I have the floor? You got the floor. Okay, thanks. Uh, Until I take it away again. Yeah, okay. I, I think it's just his ego, you know. I think it's his ego. I think it's him being a sore loser, okay. If you don't want to play, first off, it's not up to the NCAA whether you play or not. It's each individual institution. So if you don't want to play, Duke can say, all right, we're not playing. Okay, great. Other teams want to play. So stop blaming it on, like, the NCAA or, or college basketball as a whole. You have the option whether you want your team to play. Okay? And I'm tired of, like, these guys like Jay Billis who think they're just smarter than everyone else, and they think, oh, these kids are being, you know, what did he say? They're like – um, they're like workers, you know. They're like, uh, um, you know, they're, they, they're living in this bubble. Okay, if you ask every college basketball player in America if they'd rather just be not playing basketball and they could go on with their lives or be playing in the circumstances and still get to play, oh, overwhelmingly they'd, they'd say they want to play because it's the sport they love. Uh, I, I just – I lost a lot of respect for Coach K – I mean, if he was, if he beat Michigan State, if he beat Illinois, he would have never even said that. And I, right. I feel strongly about that. Right. Um, so I have the, I have the quote right here that he said. I th- here's and Coach K in quote. I think I would just like, just for the safety, the mental health, and the physical health of our players and staff, to assess right now where we're at. And this is after they come to a non-conference game loss at home which doesn't happen often mm-hmm. um, as part of the ACC Big Ten Challenge where they lost to Illinois, right? And then you have – he received a lot of pushback for this, um, especially from uh, – there was a – I think it was the Alabama coach who kind of took a swipe at him and said uh, – I have the quote right here. I think we'd have a lot more problems if we weren't playing games. We 100% should be playing basketball. Do you think he would have said that if he hadn't just lost two non-conference games – at home. I 100% agree with Nate Oates, the Alabama head coach. I think that 
Coach K's got to be smart enough to realize you say that a day after you lose and two games, you lose two games, but you say it the day after you lose. Let me, let me ask you, and I could be very, I could be, I could be wrong. What mental health toll is it taking on the players? What, what? Well, because what? Worried about, am I going to get, I'm just, I'm assuming this is what is worried about. Am I going to get COVID? Do I have it? Am I playing with it? Am I, am I spreading it to others right now? Does somebody on the other team have it? I don't know. I'm just, you asked me a question. That's they get, they get tested more than anyone else probably in, not more than anyone else, but they get tested just as much as most people in society. They're probably getting tested two, three times a week. Okay. You could get COVID going out, going out like out and about, going to the mall. Like so, it's it, they're in a better, more like they're in a safer environment in the in the basket in the college basketball world, college football world. They're in a safer environment than they would be if they were a regular college student going to bars, going to uh, fraternity, sorority. Like right. Well, like Coach that. K expressed that it just doesn't, you know, in quote again, it just doesn't feel right. End quote. It doesn't feel right to anybody. I think the full quote was. But it's nothing is going to feel right to anybody right now. That we knew that going into the season, everybody knew that. That was in an agreement with everybody. It's not like this just happened. This isn't last March where it sprung on everybody. Everybody knows what's going on, and he has the audacity to say that. I think it was, frankly, I think it was childish. I think it was childish for him to say that. I, I, I lost, maybe I lost a lot of respect for him. Maybe maybe if a player had said that and they expressed the way that they were feeling, but it was excuses. Well, f- first off, it was the col- – not college basketball, but college football players like Trevor Lawrence and all them and the, the quarterback at Ohio State that wanted to play. They were building like a um, – uh, 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 whatchamacallit, a, uh, you know, a union, a, a, a college football labor union about wanting to play. You know what's uh you and, know and I think these kids want to play. You know what oh 100%. If it was me, I, I would there there would be no question in my mind. But you know what the saddest thing is? Nate Oates, the uh, Alabama coach. He issued a statement, I think. Apologizing. Yeah, he apologized. He said he didn't mean to go after coach K. Um you know, he singled him out and it, you know, he apologized for it and Well, that's that's our culture nowadays. He has nothing to apologize about. It's what? Do, let me ask you this: Do you think he would have apologized if it was another non Hall of? It was if it was a, a another coach who was a non Hall of Famer. Yeah. Would he have apologized no. for it? No. But it's Coach K, so he's got to apologize for it. I, but and obviously that's sarcastic. I never would have apologized for it. He was completely right. Had every right to go after Coach K for that. I would have liked to see more coaches, but. It's a it's a respect thing. It's a I'm not going to go after Coach K. He's the godfather of college basketball. He's he's you know everybody knows who Coach K is. I don't think he needs an introduction. I just thought it was very childish. I thought it was not the way to handle things. I, and you would you'd expect more from him. Like I said, coming off of two losses and you do it after that loss against Illinois the day after. It does not it, even if even if that wasn't. That it, it did not look good. It doesn't look good, the timing of it. No. Anyways, okay. let's, enough about that. Let's get into our topic. I thought that was, a, yeah, that, was a, that was an intro for us today. But uh, I do have an interesting topic um, that Landry and I are going to talk about. So 
this is some that I've actually, it's been around obviously for a long time. Um, I took part in it. Uh, older brother took part in it. I have a best friend who took part in it. I know many people personally who took part in it. I coach people that are taking part in it. Landry kind of took part in it. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, as it is done today. But great exceptions, holdbacks, reclassifying. That seems to be a controversial topic. And maybe it shouldn't be. Maybe it should be. But I get asked about it a lot, especially from, you know, who, but you know who doesn't really understand it? Like, it's hard to explain it. It's non athlete people that it's non-athlete people do not understand. they don't understand whatsoever and that's okay because they're not in that world like uh, there's not really okay it's not that's fine because they don't understand you know they're not in that world but i i did the eighth grade twice and when i tell that to people that are non-athletes they're like what did you fail i failed nothing i chose to do the eighth grade twice my older brother did the eighth grade twice i had a best friend uh, my best friend still to this day did it with me. We did the eighth grade twice. Back then, though, it was not called what it is today. I did not hear this term back then. Nowadays, you call it reclassifying. And it's a more, it's a, a maybe a better term to be used back then. It was, he's a holdback. He's a great exception. What's our kind of still used today? But now it sounds a little better when you say he's a, um, he's he reclassified, right? He moved schools and decided to reclassify himself. Okay, that maybe sounds a little more sporty. It maybe sounds a little better in the athletic world. So I think, because back then, I didn't, you didn't really hear that a lot of times. So I'm going to let you go first. What are your thoughts on this whole, you know, whatever you want to call it, a great exception to hold back? Is, is, it, is it beneficial for people? Is it, you, you did, you know, like I said, I said you kind of did it, just so everybody knows. You did the first grade twice. You had trouble building blocks. It's whatever. Just joking. Um, but you, you did first grade twice. I did eighth grade twice. Nowadays, you see people that come over, like uh, if they're going from middle school to high school, they'll go to a different school and redo the eighth grade that has like, a, so we have a kid at our school. Our school goes from sixth to 12th grade. We had a kid that was coming over from a, a regular middle school, and he decided instead of going right into ninth grade, he reclassified to go back into the eighth grade at our school, which was a great move. The only thing is uh, there's a, a South Carolina high school league rule that he cannot play JV or varsity. He would have to, he has to play middle school for that year because he reclassified. Just, so Landry, just take it away. Thoughts on it. How do you feel about it? Is it beneficial for sports today? Is it beneficial for, for the kids to do it today? If, what do you think? If your kid loves sports and is a sports-minded kid. I'm going to I'm I'm stop right there. I'm sorry of for... Course, yeah, of course you are. Um, parents also... I've had parents ask me about this because they know that I've, I've done it. So you can form it like that. What would you say to parents that are asking about it, just in general? If your kid is a sports-minded kid, athlete-based, um, there's no... There's no way you can go wrong. I don't think it's a wrong decision. I think it's only beneficial, uh, especially if your kid might be, I mean, a lot of parents look at it like, oh, my kid's young for his grade. That's the big thing. My kid's young for his grade. You know, so he's got like a summer birthday or something like that. Great. You know, then you hold him back. He's the oldest. 
in his grade, right. which is which is huge. So there, there's two things that helps. If your kid is a smaller, less developed kid at, at the time, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, you it gives him an opportunity to kind of mature a little more. It gives him an extra year. So it gives him an extra year to mature and then grow and and that'll help him. And then second is it helps it helps you become more what's the word I'm looking for? Like sure. No, like stronger. Like it's going to make you, you know, mentally, physically. Yeah, mentally, physically stronger. Um you know, a lot of people say, well, what about all their friends? And I mean, that could happen. I mean, you have so many friends in your school, but I, I mean, if you're friends with them, you're going to stay friends with them. It's, it, right. you know, so I would say, I mean, it's, I put it this way. It's the same thing as you see these prep schools, right? So after high school, I'm going to go prep, you know, and you go prep school for a year and then you go to college. Well, it's the same thing. You're just doing it at a younger age. I'm going right. to do eighth grade. And it usually, it, I think it only happens really when you repeat a grade or a holdback from public to private. I don't think you can do public to public unless you fail. Uh, I don't think you can either, but that I, would be something that I'd have to, to check. So yeah, I don't on public to private. Like when I did it, I went I went private to public. Yeah, so I think I think it eighth has grade, to be, eighth grade, eighth grade, but be, I went private to public. I don't think it could be the same. I could be wrong, um, but I think it's very beneficial. If you have a kid that loves sports, he might be a little underdeveloped might be a little young for his age he might just need a year to grow to mature i think it's absolutely a great way to go yeah and i've had parents ask me before um and I, my answer always is if i had to do it all over again i would not change that factor at all and actually it's good glad that you bring that up because when the parents talk to me about it their biggest thing is he doesn't want to get behind from his friends and he doesn't want to be left out of things. And, but to me, I understand maybe, maybe at that age, I, I I had, I had things that were on my mind more than friends. Mm -hmm. Basketball was, was it? It it just depends. And, and when, when my, when my parents, specifically my dad laid, because it was, it was my choice. It was my choice, and when my parents laid down the facts, and they laid down this is how it's going to be beneficial for you, and this is where it's going to help you along the way, it was a no-brainer for me. And like I said, if I had to redo it all over again 10 times, 10 out of 10, I'm doing the same thing. I'm redoing it. My advice to everyone is if you are a sports fanatic and you're you're and this is what you want to do and you're even because th- so, some people don't need it obviously right but if you're thinking about it and you're thinking about maybe I should you know he's a little younger in his class like you mentioned and he does need a little more developed and he loves this sport I a hundred percent would go for it so now the second thing Landry is is this good for is this good for the game in general do you think this hurts the game do you think it helps do you think it like what do you th- like because there's a lot of people that like again non-athletes will say well you know they might call it cheating they might call it this because they don't understand right so does it hurt the game does it no in any sport does it have does it have uh, does it help the game no it's not 
first off, how how is it how is it cheating? It's not cheating. again. Again, you're looking. I'm I'm telling you, this I, I is from a non athlete a non athlete mind. It, it helps the sport if it's done the right way. You know. Well, then because you would get well, uh, you were you did it so you could be older than everybody and you were stronger. So no, it it, it helps if it's done the right way. These kids nowadays in, in any sport are so fundamentally lost. Like they, they just don't know the fundamentals. They they don't know the game, whether it's basketball, football, baseball. They just kind of go through it, and then by the time they get to high school, it's so hard for these high school coaches to teach them the fundamentals. Yeah, and they're and they're weak mentally and physically. I th- I think the biggest thing is it helps so much. Not not even physically, not even physically, because it will help physically, but mentally, it will mature you. So much like that you have no idea mentally mm-hmm. and it gives you just that extra year. And so physically, yes, but I think mentally it helps way more than physically. So, so people, people look at it and go, well, why, why, you know, why would I do that? He, you know, we get him out of high school quicker, you know, he's going to be behind. And then by the time their high school basketball, football, baseball, soccer career is over, they look back and go, gosh, I wish I had one more year. Or that when they're a freshman in college, maybe they hit a little growth spurt. Maybe they put on a little more muscle. And you look at them and go, yeah, you could be a senior in high school right now. I actually have had parents like, that tell me that one of the regrets they have is not at least thinking about holding their kid back and redoing uh, the eighth grade or one grade in middle school and having having that opportunity. So I have had parents say that they regret not – taking that road after, like you said, their career is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, I think that's what it helps the most. And parents need to understand, and kids need to understand that you don't realize it in the moment. You realize it, like you said, when you get to college or when your your athletic career is over in high school and you're like, oh my gosh, like, Imagine if I, I did a, a, a second year of eighth grade or a second year of sixth grade. Because that's when it mainly happens is you hold back in probably fifth or sixth grade or eighth grade. Well, I still said that, and I got about nine mm-hmm. nine years in college, and so, I was still saying I wish I had an extra year. <laughs> so I think parents need to – and it's not, it's not for everyone. I'm not saying no, everyone needs to be held back. But I'm saying if you have a kid who loves baseball – or loves basketball, and he's just a little underdeveloped, and you know he's going to go into high school, and he's going to have his heart broken because he's not going to make the high school team, whether it be freshman, JV, or varsity, because he's just weak and smaller. Yep. Then why not hold him back? One one year in eighth grade to where he can mature and grow, and then he'll be happy when he makes the team in high school. Isn't that what you want? So that, that's just my take on it. Would I do it with my kids? 100%. If they loved a sport and they were a little less mature, underdeveloped than some of these kids, then I would look at them, I would ask them, I'd tell them about it. And if they wanted to do it, great, go for it. You only live once. So Bingo. Hit it on the head right there. All right, guys. We, uh, we appreciate you tuning in to this episode. We, uh, we hope that you guys are still following us and you ho- we hope that you guys are enjoying the content that we're putting out there again, as always, you guys can go ahead and follow our Instagram at Coach's Corner Pod, or you guys can go to uh, Apple 
or Spotify and follow us there. Coach's Corner, go on Apple and, and you can leave us, um, you can leave your comments, you can give us a review. We would appreciate that. And we will see you guys next episode.